0: Welcome to the Brand-Led Podcast. We're your hosts, Kane Baker
1: and Lisa D'Andrea,
0: co-founders of the branding studio, Baker Creative.
1: We're on a mission to help you gain clarity in your brand and fulfillment in your work life. From strategy to visuals and beyond, we're arming you with bite-sized branding insights to help you build and grow a brand-led business.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brand-Led, where we share practical branding tips and insights to help you guys attract high-value clients. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Lisa. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. Hi, everyone.
0: And today, we're going to be talking about how powerful it can be to ask big questions and how these questions can make our brands more meaningful and valid.
1: Yes. You know I love to ask questions.
0: You do, yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> I suppose in a lot of ways, the more meaningful questions that we can ask our customers, the more valuable and resonant and relevant we really become to them. Mm. So let's just start with an example on a really small scale. So let's just say we get a new inquiry, Mm -hmm. Um, someone jumps into our inbox and we schedule a phone call to chat to them. So often, you know, our potential clients tell us what they think they need. You know, they're like, hey, I need a new logo or I need a new website, right? Yeah. Which is great, Um, but it's really up to us as the service provider to ask deeper questions and really, I suppose, question the assumptions that have already been made to ensure that, you know, we're the right fit for the project and to make sure that the solution that they're asking for is actually going to solve the problem.
0: Yeah, because at the end of the day, that's why they're coming to you as a professional, right? Yes. Um, Yeah, so I guess instead of asking questions like, what do you you need? Um, You know, we can ask those deeper questions like, why do you need it? And how is this going to impact your business just to really make sure that we're on the same page before taking on the project?
1: Yeah. And I suppose, you know, if as a service provider you're letting your client ask all the questions or, you know, you're simply asking those really surface level questions like, hey, what do you want? Um, You're not really acting as the expert in the conversation and you're really not positioning yourself as an authority in your space.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think a good way to think about this is you know, like let's say you you go to the doctor, right? Mm -hmm. And a good doctor isn't going to ask you what medication you want. They're going to dig deeper, ask the right questions to make sure they're giving you the right prescription or solution.
1: Yes, exactly. So I suppose that's like just a starting point of an example of a, you know, one-on-one conversation where instead of just responding, you're actually asking more questions um, of -hmm. your customer. But I suppose at a a bigger level, as a brand, we can also start to question the tightly held assumptions and beliefs that our customers have, um, especially to get the same expert effect, right? Mm -hmm. And what's really interesting is that the brands who are willing to ask bigger questions are the ones that are controlling the conversations in their space.
0: Yeah. So do you have an example I guess maybe we could yeah. run through. Yeah, you. so
1: I don't know if you remember, um, this is a while ago now that Dove came out with the Real Beauty campaign and, you know, it got everyone really talking about what real beauty means to them, right? Hmm. So other brands in their space were just simply bringing out products that, I suppose, just propagated existing beliefs and ideas about beauty. Um, These brands were just kind of responding to buyer needs, you know, oh, you know, what a longer lasting mascara or, you know, you want a deodorant that... I know it doesn't leave marks on your clothes or whatever, you know, we're onto it. Um, And, you know, product innovation is important. And, of course, you need to listen to your audience. But it's really the brands that cause us to question our beliefs and rethink how we move through life that are going to be the ones that we remember and the ones that we follow. Mm. So I suppose, you know, when you ask a question, instead of loading your customers up with shoulds, you know, you should eat this and you should wear this and you should want this and, you know, "Um, you should... I suppose you're sparking a a bigger conversation. You're inviting people to join it and potentially setting them off on a journey of self-discovery.
0: Yeah. And we've talked about, you know, these sorts of examples before on this podcast. You know, um, there was Outdoor Voices is questioning what it means to be active. Mm -hmm. You know, Airbnb, they're questioning what it means to travel. And Billy, one of your favorites, is questioning the relationship with body hair, right?
1: Yes. And um, I think heaps normal, questioning our relationship with alcohol. Yeah. So yeah, each of these brands is really inviting us to think about our beliefs or ideas by really questioning what is, like, what are what are we currently believing? And, mm. you know, what's to come in the future? What are we going to believe in the future? What's the right direction for us?
0: Yeah, and I suppose this is a starting point for developing that big idea, which, you know, again, we've covered in previous episodes.
1: Yes, and we, we can link to that um, as well in the show notes, that big idea episode. I think that was like one of our first ones as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, So, to all of our amazing listeners, um, I suppose now the question that you might like to consider from this episode is, are you asking questions in your space or are you simply answering them? Mm. And these can be questions about roles and identity, you know, what does it mean to be a mom, a dad, a woman, a man, a pet owner, a (laughs) graphic designer, you know, whoever your target audience is. Yeah. Um, and you know, they could be questions about the norms and future of your category or industry as well, you know,
0: um,
1: what does health mean? What
0: What, does that industry kind of look like in 10 years from now?
1: Yeah. You know, um, you know, what will travel look like in the future or whatever industry you're in, right?
0: Yeah. Or you could, you know, uh, what about questions about, you know, lifestyles, ideals, you know, Mm -hmm. what does it mean to be smart with money? Um, what does it know, mean
1: to be spiritual or,
0: yeah, there's, there's a lot of, a be, lot of questions. Yeah. To be asked.
1: yeah. Um, you do know.
0: we really need to eat meat? Um,
1: do we really need to be doing more exercise? Are we doing too much, you know, <laughs> like all these questions, like it's, I suppose it's just, um, you know, unpacking and, and, um, and figuring out what your future beliefs about the future are and what you want um your customers to believe in. Mm. So I suppose it's just, yeah, I'm um, picking what is being willing to question assumptions that we already have just to see if they're still relevant and true to, to who we are. So, you know, we've been talking about this a bit lately, just um, in different conversations, and there's a definite feeling of, I suppose, uncertainty, maybe a little bit of overwhelm at the moment, just... General sentiment in the community, I suppose. Um, I feel like there's just a lot of conflicting messages that people are getting, you know, about the economy and housing and health. And, you know, just for a few examples. There's a lot
0: of misinformation and mistrust, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. Even if yeah. you just look at, um, I suppose, like the food industry. Um, that's overwhelming. People are like, oh, you should be paleo, you should be a vegan, you should be this, you should be that. And, yeah. you know, there's people just don't know what to believe anymore. Getting there's, pulled
0: in multiple directions. And yeah. there's
1: so much research out there and everything seems to support Confl- a different conflict. argument. yeah. <laughs> yeah so, I suppose well, there's a lot of mistrust. And in many industries, people are looking for some sort of leadership. They're looking for structure and control and they just want to know what to do, right? They're seeking answers and they're really looking for someone to help them to make sense of the chaos.
0: Mm-hmm. We used to, I guess, rely on religious institutions and Mm. governments, you know, even our national identities to, I guess, help us make sense of things. But, you know, more and more, we're expecting businesses to kind of take leadership and fill these roles now.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think, you know, when you're the type of brand that's willing to ask these big questions and present big ideas to your audience for thought, you can really help them to find that direction, mm. and you know, um, you know, if you are questioning, you know, what does the future of travel look like, or what does it mean to be a woman, or you know, whatever it is, um, you know, the people who are, um, are listening to you might not decide to buy into your ethos or follow you. you they might actually disagree with you, um, but you can set them on a path to self-discovery simply by asking these questions and working out whether they do align with your business.
0: Mm. Yes, very interesting. So, on that note, you know, I hope you guys have enjoyed. You know, today's episode, maybe it's food for thought. And, you know, that once you've nailed your foundational messaging, you might start to add that extra layer of meaning to your brand by asking bigger questions to your audience. Exactly. So thanks so much for listening today, guys. And um, if you haven't subscribed already, please do. Um, and we'll, we'll see you next week.
1: See you next time.